Yo, what's up? It's Ryan Shepard. You're listening to the Put in the Group Chat podcast. It is Tuesday, January 18th, the day after people misquote Martin Luther King Day. Um, it's 7 18 p.m. <laughs> Central Time. I'm here with my two co hosts, Gerald and James. How are y'all doing? I'm good. I I can't even say, like, like it's so scary nowadays. You can't even call people out for doing that. They might, they might shut you down. Yeah, they so might shut you or they might get like Darren Rove, Darren Rovell yesterday. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. He said like, on like a Twitter space that I have like I have eight things signed by Martin Luther King. I was like, are you collecting these like baseball cards? <laughs> he said I'm a big fan, like he Patrick Mahomes. Is that- <laughs> <laughs> like you are a big fan of people who aren't racist. Is that is that great? Dog, I'm a big fan of equality. Like, I watch equality sometimes, <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'll turn the TV off if equality goes too far. <laughs> I'm a big fan of equality. Though. Like, Darren Ravel is so, he's, he's like a cartoon character in a way. He's almost, like, I just, I'm What's sorry. What's he on nowadays? He's not on nothing, is he? I think, not he, really. I think he works for Sports Illustrated now. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, Gerald. How are you doing? Oh, no, no, no. I'm good. Uh, yeah. So Martin Luther King's days passed. I do want to remind people, though, that Martin Luther King actually made no Fortnite at one point, and we were all okay with it. <laughs> so Arizona was going to play on MLK Day, and they weren't going to get punished. That's, that's, that's actually, now that you say that, that's actually hilarious. Our Arizona Cardinals played a playoff game on Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. <laughs> MLK. What Dominic Fuckler said the ghost of MLK out there tipping passes. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Um, I guess that's a good segue. Um Last night, um, we had our, our final um, NFL wildcard game. We had uh, the Rams beating the hell out of the Cardinals, 34 to 11. And almost, it's there's two ways you can look at this season. You could say the Cardinals exceeded expectations. They started off the season great. They got to their first playoff game since she, since the Kurt Warner era, probably. Um, huh? Carson Palmer. Oh, Carson yeah, they Palmer. did have that Carson Palmer here. I think Carson Palmer did. Wow. We'll get to, we'll get to the Bengals later. Um, but yeah, they they got there. Um, or you could look at it like I guess glass half empty, in the sense that they did perform so well in the beginning of the season. This is they're running out of time for Colin Murray on his rookie contract, and. They had, I don't. I never want to say somebody has an easy route to the through the NFC because it's a tough division. But would you rather have a shot to play the Bucks or would you rather have a shot to play the Packers right now? They, if they could have gotten by the Rams, a team that they've seen twice this season, they, I'm not. They probably would have lost to the Buccaneers. To be completely honest with you, but they would have had a better shot. I feel like in Tampa Bay than they would have gone going up to Lambeau. Um, so I guess my question to y'all is like, do you kind of see this season as half empty for the Cardinals in the way that it finished or half full 
and the fact that they did get to the first playoff game with Kyler Murray. I think they got something. I mean, Kyler Murray can't stay on the field, though. That's the problem. Like, it looks like Cliff Kingsbury can coach, though, because they, they were without him for a while, and they kind of traded water for a minute. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's not – that that NFC West is stacked though. So it's like it's like Pete Carroll, Shanahan, uh what else like Cliff Kingsbury yeah. and McVay. So last two Super Bowl or besides the Bucks, the last two Super Bowl uh representatives of the NFC come out the NFC West. So you know, I mean it's gonna be a tough hill to climb, especially if you know, uh, Colin Murray's not going to be healthy, so we'll see. Yeah, I, I think I look at it at glass half full. Like James said, I was very encouraged by Cliff Kingsbury for most of the year. Even like in the playoff loss, there was a lot of innovative stuff that I saw from him that looked like it was going to work. It was just bad execution by the players. Uh, their record has been improving every year since Cliff King- Kingsbury's been a coach. Kyler's injury history is weird, but it's always been that way with running style quarterbacks, right? Because we're also wondering that with Lamar, even though this is like the first year he's been injured, like how long does your body really hold up and your legs start to go first, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, yeah, I think it's the glass, the glass is half full for the Cardinals. The biggest question moving forward, though, is definitely that Kyler Murray contract because you're going to have to pay him. Yeah, I would say for Kyler Murray, it's, it's definitely glass, aside from the way he played last night, because he played horribly last night. Um, um, but aside from, like, last night, he was, uh, like, he was probably, like, one of the five best players in the, like, at least in the MVP race through that first eight, nine-game stretch. And then they lost DeAndre Hopkins. He gets hurt. They have that really bad, I want to say it's a really bad game, but a poor performance on either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day against the Colts. They don't finish out the season well. I guess I can say it's half full, but it's also, it's hard to say because you don't know how many like chances you're going to get at this. Like Even if it's a young player, you don't know how many shots you're going to get at this. Like. I always go back to, like, speaking of the NFC West, going back to that 49ers team in 2012. All that talk after they got – that blew that lead in the Super Bowl, like, oh, they'll get back there again. Did not happen until Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, Same thing. I mean, the Seahawks got their – they got one out of it. They got two Super Bowl trips, but they really got one Super Bowl ring out of all those years that they were good, that legendary defense, all of that. They got one ring to show for it. So you kind of got to take those – you got to make the most of it, but you can't control injuries like with DeAndre Hopkins or what we saw last night with Buda Baker. It was really scary. Like, you don't know how many sh- like times you're going to have these chances, but you can't control for injuries because they just kind of happen. Um, but on the flip side, you also have the Rams. Um I just want to kind of get this out of the way because I'm so tired of seeing this question. Does, is Odell Beckham's performance, does that vindicate him for leaving the Browns? This is, are we 
Is, is it, are we just saying he's no longer the problem because <laughs> he's opposite Cooper Cup and they have a they have a defense that's playing really well right now? I mean, sure. I mean, he didn't call like eight touchdowns in like six games. So I guess I mean, sure. If, if your re- rationale is that he was going to play better with Matt Stafford and Sean McVay opposite Cooper Cup, and that was going to, like, make him, like, okay for acting a fool? Like, sure. I mean, sure. I mean, I don't, it doesn't matter. Like, like I don't I don't know. Like, it's not A-B a- level, but it, it's weird what we do. <laughs> like, A-B was acting a fool. We like, nah, A-B crazy. But, like, Odell was acting a fool, and we like, Y'all owe him an apology. Like, uh, I don't know about that. But to be fair, that that was also the same thing a lot of people were saying about AB before he ran off of the Bucksfield shirtless. Yeah, like he, he was doing some <laughs> wild stuff beyond what Odell was accused of. Like the, the worst thing, I guess the worst two things, and if you can even well, these were like not great things, but they weren't terrible things. That video of him in the hotel with the model or whoever that was. And it looked like there was some substances that should not have been there. And the picture of him, I don't know what the hell they were doing. Him with the Giants wide receivers on the boat in Tim's with um, Trey Songs. I have no idea what, what the purpose of that. But those are probably the two worst things that he's done. And I guess if the thing with his dad, but it's his dad. I don't really expect him to be. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like he didn't want to be in Cleveland. Like, that's okay. I mean, he also did throw Eli Manning under the bus. Like, we can't <laughs> act like that, that didn't wild, happen. Though. That was why he was like, man, he ain't giving me the ball. Like, man, I thought Eli just old, bro. <laughs> I was like, no. You out here yelling at senior citizens. It's like, I mean, yeah, Eli wasn't going to get it done. But, I mean, Matt Stafford ain't much better. Can we? I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, overall, I mean, it's hard because, like, Matt, this year's Matt Stafford is better than an old Eli Man. I would say that. For sure. For right. Sure. So, like, it's – and also Sean Bay is probably the best coach he's ever played under. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. So, is that probably? I feel like that's pretty definite. Because I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head who he was. Nah, he was playing with McAdoo. Yeah, 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 and what was that? Just Joe Brown. <laughs> Wait, was he there for Joe Brown? There, I think he got traded right before. Oh, Judge. Okay. He got traded right before Judge. Yeah, so I thought we would see that. We might have said that was the TV we needed to see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like he would have been acting that. Him with Daniel Jones? Oh no, hell no. Yeah. Nah, at least Daniel Jones throw the ball though. I don't That's know. if he gets I don't it. Know. When he gets it that way, it's it's crazy, bro. Um, they need to run more black guy plays for Daniel John. They need to um, start playing with Josh Allen. But now go ahead, though. Um, going off to um, the play of another quarterback that's made improvements um throughout the season, um Jalen Hurts. Um, Eagle season didn't end. All that great. Um, another team that you could say is half empty, half full. Half empty. I'm not. Sh- I'm not a hundred percent sure they feel like they have a franchise quarterback. But half full in the sense, 
They got to the playoffs. And uh, uh, yeah, oh, okay. I mean, that's it's a step in the right direction. It's a step in the right direction. Sure. That'd have been better off with Carson Wentz, man. Are we sure about that? I can't say that after they the Jaguars. They didn't beat a playoff team. They went 0 8 against teams in the playoffs. Okay, Carson Wentz couldn't beat a team that wasn't in the playoffs, and that's why his team wasn't in the playoffs. He beat a playoff team this year. But he couldn't beat the Jaguars. But they were the same record. They they had the same record. But I feel like that like the thing is they had the same record, but they had different issues. The Eagles' issue is they could never get over the hump of beating a playoff team. The Colts' issue is they were equally at fault at losing to both type of teams, and you never knew who they were gonna beat. That's fine, but like I I guess what like I don't I, are we saying that Jalen Hurts is better than Carson Wentz? Because I, mean, I don't know about that. I need another year of evidence to prove that point. <laughs> Not I mean, but you looking for it? That's why I'm, I'm saying. looking for it because I saw that man run out here and play like the worst quarterback I've seen against the Jaguars. I'm not saying that Jalen Hurts is better than Carson Wentz, but you know what's better than Jalen Hurts or Carson Wentz? A first-round pick that could turn into a better player than both of them. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, they got to come with first-round picks. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sold on Jalen Hurts at all. I'm not sold on him either. Um, Say that because he's black, but... (laughs) No, I'm I'm not sold on him either, but you asked me... Would like would this team be drastically different with Carson Wentz? And I don't necessarily know that for sure. Nah, no, nah, I don't think so. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, would Carson throw like six interceptions this year? You know? It's like this. Also, I think oh. the I think we're also we're talking about. Obviously, there's we're we're black people talking about a black quarterback that we would like to see succeed in the league because. Why not have another talented black quarterback? But also from the sense that standpoint from I had a lot higher expectations for Carson Wentz coming out of college than I did for Jalen Hurts. I didn't think Jalen Hurts was an NFL quarterback coming out of college. So him just giving I still don't think he's an NFL quarterback. I don't know why he was taking in the second round. But I, I, I'm not supposed to say that. I'm, like, I understand we're not supposed to, like, I know, like, fist in the air, you know, black people, I don't get that. But uh, other than that, like, I don't. Are you understand. saying he's not? A, are you saying he's not an NFL quarterback based off of your standards or based off of other quarterbacks in the NFL? No, I'm not saying that because I watch Patrick Mahomes. Every week. I'm saying that because I didn't understand why he was taken in the fourth and the second round. I don't understand. Carson why. Wentz is injury prone. That, <laughs> that, so, yeah. Not that, yeah. but no, I got why they. I got why they drafted him, but I didn't see him as a second round pick. That's what I'm. Yeah, I, that's, yeah, I, that's I, fair. Man. I, I think Oklahoma, them dudes was booty butt naked wide open. He wasn't hitting them. Hey, you know, bro, like you had Lincoln Riley and like CD Lamb, and like it, it wasn't it wasn't taken off like that. It would like Baker was better in that offense than he was. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. so was Colin Murray. Like I, I mean, I understand Kyler Murray is one thing, you know. I mean, goat level on that on that level, but it's just like, uh, you see, we see what Tua is, right? 
That's true. Who was on the bench for Tua? Like, for real. And, like, none of us would have played. But that's that's not – that's you can't compare him to Tua. That's not fair. Like, that's, that's not – Tua, statistically speaking, is one of the greatest college football quarterbacks to ever play. That's, that's, not, that's not fair. I'm not, I'm not saying it's – okay, maybe it's not fair, but it's like, what do we – okay, so is he better than Mac Jones? I, I don't think he has a higher upside than Mac Jones. Hey, look. I refuse to answer this question because I, <laughs> well, I'm going to lose a card regardless of the answer. So. <laughs> no, it ain't nothing to do with him being black. I'm just asking, like, if we if we talking about like him just being a a guy, like, I don't because you can make the same argument about Matt, Matt Jones sat behind to it too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, okay, sure. Which also, is wild to like, think that all three of them are NFL. I so. mean, <laughs> Justin Fields sat behind Farm, but I mean, right. I, I get what you're saying. Like, this is Kirby Mac Jones, like, chances. Yeah. Jones but now, uh, you know, Mac Jones is a little bit younger than you know that. But no, I think they're the same. Hey. Mac Jones was there forever. Mac Jones was there. I think he was there for four years. Um, he was he was there for the long haul, yeah. Okay, I guess. But um, I'm not sold on that. Man, speaking of people, though, I'm not sold on Dak Prescott. He getting there too. Jeez. Are we? <laughs> oh, we getting to the Cowboys game. Okay. Oh um, yeah. So yeah, as we said, as said in the opening, I think we'll get to our picks later. But yeah, Tampa Bay stomped the Eagles. I didn't watch. We're going to get to the only game I watched past the second half, to be honest with you, um, <laughs> which is the Cowboys and the 49ers, because I don't know what – I don't know if either one of those teams wanted to win, to be honest with you. We had a team that was Jimmy Garoppolo out here throwing passes to the other team. The other team can't get off a play without getting a penalty. Dak Prescott out here, I don't know what he's doing at the end of the game. And then on top of that, Mike McCarthy didn't want to go for it on fourth down a couple times that they had the ball during the fourth quarter until they got late in that game. Um, but yeah, that's that's my long way of getting to the point that uh, on Sunday the San Francisco 49ers were the only team to go on the road and win a playoff game this week. Um, they won in Dallas 23-17 um, behind a Decent performance from Jimmy Garoppolo. He was 16 for 25 with 172 yards. Um, but the real star of the game for the 49ers was probably Debo Samuels, who had 10 rushes for 72 yards, three catches for 38 yards, along with a rushing touchdown to go along with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I guess I'll, I'll leave it up to y'all. Like, what, did, what, did, what was going through your mind as you were watching this? It was the I don't want to say it was the best game of the weekend, but it might be the best game of the weekend because it was the most competitive. It was the most entertaining. I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> First off, we got another f bomb on Nickelodeon, baby. You gotta love it. George Kittle saying the f word, followed by the commentator saying, "And that's what you love about football." Is the oh, great. <laughs> along with them, not sure if that's Tim Brown in the um, press box next to Roger Goodell. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. But no, the Cowboys were so undisciplined that it hurt. It hurt physically. I didn't even know you could get a holding call on a run play as an offense. I mean, as as a defense. And they got it twice in one drive. I I know you can get a holding call in like the backfield, but like they was holding like up front. (laughs) Like that's hard. That's hard. (laughs) That's pretty hard. You know, I don't know. It's like. Um, on them years, y'all making fun of Alex Smith. Okay. I, I, uh, I, see, Dak Prescott, people be like, Dak Prescott better than Alex Smith. Is he, though? Is he? Come on now. Like, it's just, I'm, people, people really, people don't understand. Like, you just can't, like, I understand it was a different era and stuff like that, but you can't just be like, and I understand Alex Smith was taking number one, so that was a little bit different. But you, you can't just like wake up and be like these uh, these good teams. Like the the Cowboys should be better though. I don't know what's up with that. They got blue chippers on offense and defense. So is it like is is he the problem? Is McCarthy the problem? Because say what you want about Jerry Jones, he didn't draft it well. He didn't draft it. He raided on Randy Gregory, which was a good move. He got Michael Parsons in the first round. He got Trayvon Diggs, which he got kind of whatever. But they they got people on on the offense and defense, you know? So I don't know. I don't know what's up with the Cowboys, man. I just want to say from, like, a number standpoint, a big problem. We'll get to Dak Prescott eventually, but I do want to talk about they couldn't run the ball. Like, flat out, they couldn't run the ball. It was, like, two weeks. Was it, like, two, two, three years ago? We were talk, They were, like, debating on whether they were going to have to give Ezekiel Elliott all of that money. Mm-hmm. And now he has that money, and – Maybe you can say it was COVID. Maybe I don't know what it is at this point. Maybe it's age. Maybe it's attrition from taking all those carries at Ohio State. Whatever it is, that's not the same guy that they had his first year to in change. And when you can't get, I think he had twelve carries for thirty-one yards. I don't know what you. I don't know what you want him to do, and that puts the rest of the offense on a. Difficult part. And also, they ran into that this the same issue that we've been talking around with the Cowboys defense. As good as they are, and as talented players as they are, they go all in on plays. Mm-hmm. It leaves them really wide open, whether it be Michael Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, who what have you. They'll they're not the type of people like I remember as like a youth football player. Like they would use when I got the one year I got to play defensive end, they was like, stay home. Stay in your spot. Do not try to be a hero. Do not try to make a play. They got a whole bunch of players. They outside. They not at home. They are all the way outside. (laughs) Just trying to make all the types of plays. And nine times a ten, it works. As we saw 
I hate to bring this up, but as we saw in the Patriots game, it pays when sometimes they go all in and make these like guesses about what what's about to come, but sometimes it doesn't. And when you have a grown man named Debo running the ball, catching the ball, being a nightmare in offense, that's going to be an issue. Because I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo, I understand he was this, this postseason, he's playing for his job or whether it's this job at the San, in San Francisco or another job in the league, he's playing for another job. He wasn't that great in this game. Like, he didn't make, like, a ton of mistakes, but he wasn't great. Uh, in the first half, he didn't make a ton of mistakes. <laughs> that second half was a clinic on why they drafted Trey Lance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was, like, one play, Brandy Ayuk was wide open for, like, 30 yards, and he overthrew him by a mile. Then there was an interception where he overthrew another person who was wide open. And then there's a QB sneak where he snuck it before his guy got set. Like it was Jimmy was trying to give him that game at the end. He seriously was. What are you going to say? I mean, they're trying to give him, they're trying to, they're trying to give him away, give that game away. I mean, I don't understand like how the Cowboys didn't win. Like it's just like, the offense was sputtering, yeah, but Jimmy threw him back in the game. Like, I, running the ball, I mean, they could run with Tony Pollard. You know what I'm saying? Or what was, isn't that his name, Tony? Tony Pollard, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, they they got they got a whole bunch of weapons. I don't understand what's, what's up. They they won 12 games this year. Like it was, it's like okay. Like, I. I don't know. I mean, that's probably because they play in probably the worst division. But that's. I mean, you can't do nothing about your division, but. No, but you said they won 12 games. I think that's partially why. I mean, yeah, but you can't be like, you don't, you don't accidentally win 12 games in the NFL. No, I'm not saying you do. I'm just saying, had they played in another division, that 12 might have been 10. Yeah, because I think they were like. I think they were undefeated in their division, and then they were like six and six in regular competition. So it it, it was weird. It's just it's kind of disappointing to see how the season started with that Buccaneers game, where it looked like, wow, if they put this all together, they can really make it happen. Almost like with the Cardinals, they start off great, they suffer some injuries, Dax out for a little bit, they have issues here and there. And it gets to the postseason, it's just like I don't, I don't know if they. It's just, it's just really difficult because I don't know how you ever overcome fourteen penalties for over hundred yards. You can if you got the offense to do it. If you're a top five offense, that shouldn't have even got there. That's that shouldn't right. even, that shouldn't even have got there. Like we talking about, like if you score, if with they. I mean, I understand it's the playoffs and stuff happens, but it's like if they score on half their possessions, they fine. But I don't know. I was I was watching the Bills last week, so I don't. I, don't, I mean, we can we can talk I, about I, the Bills. Maybe Let's my know. stuff is just. Do we have to? Maybe my. <laughs> we can make it short. Maybe as as I said, as I as I said last year with the Chiefs Bills game, I'm I'm upholding my rule. If this game is not interesting by halftime, I am turning it off. I am not watching it. I am not putting myself through that. I did not watch the second half of the Eagles game. I didn't do – I barely watched the second half of the Raiders-Bengals game. That game was close. But I never felt like the Raiders were actually going to win that game. 
I'm just saying, maybe my ideas work because these AFC offenses crazy, dog. I mean, like, what are y'all doing? Like, y'all are y'all are going crazy. So, oh, and then there's the Titans. Like, you know hey, hey, hey! I, I mean, the Titans I, can end up winning it all. I'm just saying, like, I'm making, I'm making it known. I'm not rooting for the Titans. I'm rooting for a Super Bowl parade. That's what I'm rooting for. Uh, I okay. know it's gonna be fun out here. If the Titans win the Super Bowl, they're gonna be wild. Oh, uh, okay. He's trying to get them. Uh, okay. You trying to get them Georgia or uh, them Tennessee State girls to come to the club? <laughs> okay. As, as as one of my favorite rappers, J Cole said, "I am way too old to be sneaking in your dorm room. I am not dealing with no college girl. <laughs> you got to at least, at very least, you got to be in your senior year. You got to be almost done. I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm not doing the sign in for co-ed. All that. Not doing all that. What the uh, what Anderson Pack said. He said. Uh... I can't be helping you with grants. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, we had two AFC getting to the AFC. We had two more games that weren't um, games that weren't all that competitive. Um, we had the Bills beat the Patriots by a lot. Um, and the Chiefs beat the Steelers 42-17. We don't really have to go back through those games because I feel like we kind of – I think we were – I expected the Bills-Patriots game to be a lot more competitive considering how it was in the regular season, but that was not the case. As for the Steelers and Chiefs, we told y'all the Steelers were bad before we got to the (laughs) – Ben Roethlisberger told you what it was before they got into the season. Um, uh, but I guess the question is, like, what what performance were you more impressed by um, over the weekend? It don't matter. That shit was crazy. <laughs> I was like, uh, I, I watched that shit on, uh, on Saturday. I was like, oh, shit, them niggas is real. And then I watched it on Sunday. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, what? And it was like, it was like almost like the Chiefs were more impressive because they did it in like 10 minutes. They did it in like three quarters and it was like seven and nothing at halftime. But seven and nothing in the first quarter. And then it was 21 to seven and a half. <laughs> And then by the third quarter, it was 42-7. I, <laughs> <then> by- <laughs> I was like, what is this? What is this? And then like the Bills, I mean, I'm not even going, I'm not even going front. I was like, Josh Allen going crazy. <laughs> my boy was running. It was like, oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. He had seven touchdowns back to back. On a top two rank scoring defense, I don't they know. Had seven <laughs> straight touchdowns, and then the Chiefs had six straight touchdowns. It was like, what do y'all? What? That was like, oh, okay, oh yeah, that's right. And to, next week's gonna be crazy. You, you gonna like what? You might end up having one of them, uh, you know, the Arizona Green Bay division. Mm. Like that was crazy, man. You'd be like. 
I will say as as great as it was last week, I do not expect anything close to that next week. Uh, it's gonna I, be that's true. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I don't I don't expect that to repeat itself. I mean, it may be high scoring, but I don't expect that level of just efficiency. Look, I would say this, and not just because I'm a Chiefs fan. The Chiefs are more likely to hit a five out of six on the Bills than the Bills are to do that to the Chiefs. Yeah, I I say that because I've seen the Chiefs do that to the Bills before. Mm. I know the defense is a little bit better this year, and I know Leslie Frazier is pushing the buttons. He's doing a good job. He's doing a good job. I've seen them do that to the Bills. Like, it'd be like, oh, like, like, I'm talking about, like, no defensive scores, none of that, no fumbles, no nothing. We just we just hit you with 35, and it's like, it's a wrap. I've seen them do that to the Bills. Like, and then when the Bills won, they had a defensive score. Um, they had four turnovers. Uh, and then I'm not saying that's not a credit to the defense because their defense is good, but it's also, like, that's gonna help you. That's gonna help you beat somebody by eighteen if you get a defensive score. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, if the Chiefs don't turn over the ball, like that could happen, but I don't think it will. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I I agree with you. I think the thing with the Bills is just like it's the same question to Josh Allen, which is which Josh Allen we're gonna get. Like, I that is the best of Josh Allen. But there's been this weird thing where it seems like he can't seem to have that type of performance in consecutive games. So I just, I don't know. Like, I, mean, I have the Bills in the Super Bowl, but still, it's weird. No, nah, I don't like Josh Allen, but defend him. Yeah, he's not going to throw for six touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of, you know, uh-huh. it's not his fault he can't throw for six <laughs> Now, Now, will he throw for six this weekend? Probably not. But we'll see. Oh my goodness, man! But there's gonna be a lot of one-on-ones, man. Yeah, that's true. If if Spags is not, you know, they're not gonna play some zone or they're not gonna mix it up. It's gonna be a lot of one-on-ones, and they're gonna try to get deep for them. So it depends on PIs and all that stuff. So I I don't know. We'll see. On my last game of the weekend was. Actually, not our last weekend. It was the first game of Wild Card Weekend. But the last one that we were talking about um, on the podcast, it is the Raiders traveled out to Cincinnati to play the Bengals in what would be the final game for Mike Mayock. Um, uh, but yeah, the it was it was a, it was a pretty good game. Um, not in the sense, as I said before, I never was just me personally. I never felt like the Raiders were actually going to win that game, but it was kind of I don't say telling because it was their first playoff game and their play first playoff win in 30 years. It was the first playoff win for this offensive group that's leading this team. Um, but it was kind of interesting to see the Raiders just kind of hang around there. Um, but I guess were you were you surprised? I guess are, are were you surprised as I was that the Raiders were able to hang around as long as they did in that game? 
I mean, not really. Like the defensive line of the Raiders is really good despite their secondary issues. And we know the biggest problem with the Bengals is as good as they are. That O-line is still susceptible if they fight the right uh, defensive packages. I think the thing is with the Raiders is they had this weird fight in them where they refused to die all season. So them not trying to go down to a clearly better team just kind of fits exactly what the season was for them. Yeah. What kind of what when they played the first time, who won? Because they played this season. Um but I mean I don't know, they both won 10 games. They were pretty much I don't know. I mean, they played on November 21st, and the Bengals beat the Raiders 32-13. to 13. Okay, okay. But 19 of those points for the Bengals came in the fourth quarter. Yeah. For reference. I mean, I, I don't know. Typically, the 4-5 or five playoff game is going to be pretty even. Yeah, that's what it was. That was the, that was the Patriots-Bills. That was that – was, <laughs> that's what Patriots Bills was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. But no. Uh, um, yeah, I think, I mean, the Raiders, Raiders are probably on par with the Bengals, you know. We'll see this week if the Bengals can do with the Titans. But. Um, that kind of wraps up. Uh, Wild Card Weekend, we'll be back after the break to talk a little bit about the upcoming weekend, make our picks. Um, also make some predictions about some NBA basketball um, and reflect on some stuff um, involving college basketball. But we'll be back, as I said, after the break. What's up, everybody? Before we get into our next segment, I want to talk to you about Anchor. That's right, Anchor, our podcast distribution platform. For free, you can go to anchor.fm and distribute your podcast to all the top podcasting sites like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you name it. Anchor works with them and you can do it for free. So make sure after you listen to this podcast, you go to anchor.fm and tell them that put it in the group chat podcast sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. And we are back. Um, as I said before, we're going to get into this upcoming weekend of NFL football in the divisional round. Um, as the schedule goes, we have the Bengals at the Titans at 3.30 Central Time. Um, we have 49ers at Packers, 7.15 p.m. Central Time on Saturday, followed on Sunday by the Rams at Buccaneers in the early game in Bills at Kansas City in the Sunday night game. Um, I guess we can go through it real quick. Um, Saturday game, we got Bengals, Bengals Titans. Who you got? I hate when they do that because it's like uh, that's why Nick Wright was talking about the Steelers are better than a buy because. You know, how we talking about the Chiefs and the Bengals and the Bills, we like, ah, oh, okay, that's going to be a game because we didn't see the Chiefs play. So, like, I, I don't think – I don't think the Titans will win, but it's not because I haven't seen them play. It's more so because I think 
think Joe Burrow is figuring some stuff out. So I, I think the Bengals are going to win on Saturday. What's the line on the game? Was it three and a half? Yeah, Titans are up three and a half. Three and a half. Uh, I think the thing is, I don't know how healthy Derrick Henry is going to be, and that's really the biggest question going into that game. I guess I'll go with the Titans just because they're coming off of a bye, and you can't lose off of a bye four straight times. I just can't see it. So I guess I'm going Tennessee. I'm also going Tennessee. Um, I just, I just don't. I'm not all the way there. I am a fan of Joe Burrow. I'm a fan of Jamar Chase. I'm a fan of the energy that they brought to that franchise because that franchise has always been very interesting my entire life, whether it be the Chad Johnson era, the end of the Marvin Lewis era, whatever, whatever have you. Also, they need to retire. T. Higgins (laughs) does not need to be running around there wearing 85. Um, But the point is... um, yeah, I, I just don't – I don't think they're all the way there yet. And it's very – it's very it's very rare that we see a team just hop back in the playoffs and make a deep run. It's just not typically how that works, especially with not with a team that doesn't have a lot of experience in the playoffs. Uh, but I think it'll be a good game. Um, Sunday night game, we got Packers at – I mean, I have 49ers at Packers. I'm going Packers. This. You said the Jimmy G has to stop. <laughs> stop I here. I think Jimmy G should be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I just don't think it should be for the 49ers. No, I got the 49ers. Seattle's going to might have an opening. Texas might have an opening. You don't know. Wait, did you just say the 49ers? I mean the C- the Seahawks. I'm sorry, the Seahawks might have another. No, I got the 49. No, I'm serious, man. Like, <laughs> bro, they they run the ball like they're capable of running the ball. Oh, they, Get some money down on that, then. <laughs> nah, wait, what's the money line? What's the? Money it's 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 they're plus two hundred, and it's a six point spread. Packers, man, that defense suspect, bro. It's real suspect out here. So they run the ball like they're capable of running the ball again. They could, they could beat the Packers. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was close to doing the 49ers, but there's two things in that game that made me very hesitant. It looks like Nick Bosa is not gonna play in that game because that neck injury was really bad. My prayers goes out to him. And, yeah, I don't know what it is with Jimmy G, but it seems like he can only be good for one half, and I think he'll need a little bit more than a run game to beat the Green Bay Packers, especially in Lambeau. So, yeah, I'm going Green Bay. Yeah, and Nick Bosa, even if he played, he wouldn't be playing a black quarterback. He wouldn't be. (laughs) (laughs) Did y'all see the tweets? It was like Nick Bosa on MLK Day. (laughs) weekends. He's seeing red. (laughs) Like, what? Um, on the wild on like the Twitch, like Miles Leonard did, or am I making that up? Miles Leonard when he said the N word, or he, no, said, he, said, he, he said the, the K word. Yeah, he said the answer. 
anti-Semitic. And then now nah, I'm I'm thinking didn't Nick Bosa do something like that? Nick or people Bosa just has, speculating because he's I, the people Bosa. No, his it's something with his family and also um yeah. I forget whether it was him or Joey that got caught with them old the, it wasn't actually old tweets, it was from while they were still in college, but it was from like their freshman year where they said they tweeted some things that were I wouldn't even they were offensive. They weren't they weren't even questionable, they were offensive. Um, but yeah. Um, as for the Sunday game, um, we have the Rams at Bucks. As I said before, I picked the Rams to make it to the Super Bowl. So I'm sticking with that. I'm riding with them as long as they go. Um, also, I don't I mean the Bucks look good on on Sunday, but I still think that often their offensive losses are going to be too much to overcome at some point. Maybe we'll see. But we went through this last year, and you see where that got. Scotty, <laughs> Scotty, Scotty Miller versus Cooper Cup, marquee matchup. <laughs> Into that can. No, I got the Bucks. I got the Bucks. I the Tristan Wirfs injury scares me because yeah. obviously you don't want any O line injuries going into Aaron Donald, especially with a pocket QB like Tom Brady. I'm gonna go with the Bucks because they're at home and I trust Brady in these situations more than Stafford. But it's definitely not a pick I'm confident in, even as a person who's seen Tom Brady win these type of games. Also, can we just talk about the fact that like, they had a 40-year-old offensive lineman out there. Um, we Ooh, also had Whitworth? Eric. Yeah, we had, Whit- yeah, we had yeah, Whitworth. Whitworth. Also, Eric Weddle coming off of playing at Planet Fist- Fitness two weeks ago to being on the field. <laughs> Just out here. Like, what are we? <laughs> they you said going. like he was playing pickup football. Was he was a high school football coach. He was coaching. I, he's been retired for two years. Um, but, Did you know he shut down somebody? He shut down Calvin Johnson in the ball game. Yeah, still, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah still made that. him play safety. <laughs> that boy could have been a cold corner. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, our last game of the week. Um, we have the Bills at the Chiefs. Um, man, I got um, the Chiefs just cause. But... But man, we're gonna look at this game and you're gonna be like, oh, oh, that's the Super Bowl right there. You're gonna be like, oh, oh my God. Jesus. Like whoever wins, you're gonna be looking at it like, oh, that's right. Yeah, whoever they wins got, is definitely gonna be favored to go to the Super Bowl. That's like that, they got those guys and you don't. Provided it's it's not an anomaly. Provided we don't have anything weird happen. Yeah. Like yeah, if that I mean, yeah, like okay, if the Bills win nine to six, like (laughs) right. (laughs) I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, I mean, I guess for me. I'd probably I'd have to go with the Bills because again I had Buffalo in the Super Bowl when we first did the picks, so I guess I'm sticking to it. But man, I just gotta hope the right Josh Allen shows up because 
that's a weird thing I have to say. <laughs> They're going to run him a lot, though. They're going to Somebody's going to have to put a stick on him, though. Just, just go ahead. It's going to be some roughing the runner. No, nah, I'm just not saying. <laughs> nah, that's what they need. They just need a one good roughing the runner. Shoot. You know, I mean, it's really, for me, it's going to depend on the actions of one important person. Um, Jax Mahomes, if he's on the sideline doing TikToks, they're going to lose. That's my prediction. Nah, fuck, <laughs> nah, fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I do believe the Chiefs will win this game. Um, now, I will say this. The Chiefs didn't have um, Chris Jones last time they played. Didn't have Melvin Ingram last time they played. Um, no, no Fenton. And I think Fenton's supposed to play. Um, so you'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah. So, I mean, that sets up for um, interesting conference championship weekend. Weekend, because I think it's. This year feels more open than it did last year. It doesn't feel like a foregone conclusion what's going to happen, um, which is exciting. Because um, last year, I felt like we were just hurtling towards the Chiefs being in the Super Bowl. And everybody except for me and James felt like I was picking Tom Brady and the Bucks to go back to the Super Bowl. And that's what happened. Um, <laughs> it, it feels like where it's more wide open with the exception of like if the Packers play the way the Packers are supposed to, they should win the NFC. They don't got to do nothing. They got to go nowhere. Ain't nobody healthy except for maybe the Rams and I guess you could say the 49ers but what is healthy Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean anybody, any man that's playing for his job is dangerous. I guess you could say that. I'm a, I'm a, I got one more thing to say. I love Freeze Holmes, man. I love Kansas City. But NBC, you got to stop showing them doing that Tomahawk chop. Y'all got to stop that. <laughs> Every time we get on Sunday evening, I'll be like, ah, oh, man. Don't know other station do it. Fox don't do it. M- CBS don't do it. Think about this. Fox don't show them doing the tomahawk shot. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. The Fox, Fox did the whole thing with the World Series. Yeah, yeah, but in, they don't show Atlanta. the Chiefs doing it. I, 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 I don't know nothing about that. Man. They, they don't show the Chiefs doing it. Okay. So I'm just saying, <laughs> NBC, you gotta stop showing them banging that drum and doing the tomahawk shot. NBC, you gotta stop doing. <laughs> like this is wild. Like, I love Priest Holmes. If I was Priest Holmes, I'd probably bang the drum too. But I, I just this does not be, need to be on TV every time. So that's just my opinion. Um, yeah, so that wraps up um kind of where we're at with the NFL and where we're I guess going in the coming weeks before <sighs> yeah. As I said before, it just feels like we're in, I guess, a wide open thing where anything could happen, which is exciting. Um, But beyond that, um, last two things, 
actually last three things. Uh, the Seahawks have let go of their um, defensive coordinator, um, Ken Norton Jr. Um, so I don't know what this means for, I don't feel like that has any impact on where Russell Wilson is going to do or where he's going, but, but also shout out the legend, his father, the legendary heavyweight boxer, Ken Norton. That's what I was about to say. Is that the same? Yeah, it's the same. It's, that's the okay. same. I was like, Ken didn't Ken Norton beat Muhammad Ali? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, beyond that, uh, we also had um, something that um, was very, very fun to watch, very interesting to watch on national television on Monday. Um, for the first time in their program's century-long history, uh, Notre Dame went and played at a historically black college or a historically black <laughs> university. Yeah, I watched that. <laughs> um, and it, it was it was a, it was good it was good watching. It's really it was really fun watching a game at a stadium that I was like familiar with. Like I've seen, I've been in, I've had the privilege of going to Cameron Indoor, but I don't feel like that's like I'm like I've seen it once in my life. I can't say like I'm comfortable with that. It's just like it was really interesting to see how also from like just like a TV perspective, seeing how yeah. they put the cameras and different things, because um Bird Jim is not like that big. No, it ain't that big, no. Not at all. So that was really interesting. So I was wondering, like, did y'all watch it? And if so, like, what were your thoughts of just like watching the game? Also, it was a, it was a lot closer than they said it was going. It said it was going to be like a ten and a half point game. Yeah. Go ahead. Since Jill graduated, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm biased. No, nah, go ahead. You, go ahead. I'm biased. I'm biased. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I was just. I mean, we both. Yeah, that was interesting. We watched it at the bar, and uh, my girlfriend was really into it, especially the free throws at the end. She was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> that was. I hate that it. I hate that he didn't go in because Burr would have been crazy if that had gone in that last play. But mm-hmm. That was acting a fool though. That was that was that was going crazy. So yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say. The free throw. I've never just heard a audible just groan when the free throw. (laughs) (laughs) It was like some shit on the show where it just misses and you just hear, oh! (laughs) But but no, I'm I'm really glad of how it turned out because the records are not in any way, shape, or form close to each other, and yet Howard was still able to keep him competitive. So yeah, I'm just. I hope we see more of it in the future because I think it was a really good experience. I know, I know, Martin Luther King's dust had to be in Arizona that night, but I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, so he couldn't make the free throws at the end. He had to travel to Arizona from DC, but he he tried to keep it close. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's all I can say. It was, it was cool. It was it was also really interesting to see like the like the videos on social media. Um, it was a video of some older white gentleman dancing with the band. That was real interesting. Um, it, was it, was, it was it was real cool. Um, 
James James called me and asked me why Gus, Gus Johnson wasn't announcing. Like I was so <laughs> Yeah, like Ryan Run Fox or something. <laughs> why didn't Gus Johnson get in? I, I wanna know. I wanted to be like, oh man. I was like, oh Gus Johnson out there. But also it's also I wish they just do that just in general. Specifically, I like seeing like the cameras and stuff on like smaller gyms. It just feels right. It feels better. Like, like I, I've been to a couple of Georgetown games and it's cool, but like being in, I don't know what is Capital One Arena, whatever the hell they renamed it at this point. Um, seeing them play in that arena is a whole lot different than even watching their girls team playing like the smaller, like more like compact gym is like what I used to way back in the day. I mean, yeah. all the all the big East schools used to be independent and they used to play in the gyms, but you know, they, they moved into MSG and, you know, Capital One and stuff like that. So they can make this money out here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that just makes me think, like, I wish HBCUs were just better at basketball so we could, you know, we could see that type of stuff. And uh, it was really nice of, I mean, Notre Dame to go because, I mean, they're not, they're not the B-side on that one. They ain't got to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. I mean, they, they definitely didn't have to go, so. It was it was good to watch, watch that, and you know, and then play quality basketball. It was really good. Yeah, it was, it was it was cool to watch, and it even got me watching American University basketball, which is still still tragically not competitive at all. Um, I need to stop making me cry in the club. Putting that chat with Bozeman on there, though. <laughs> I'm like, hey, bro, hey, I need to chill with that. You think he the only person that would? <laughs> it's not even that. They just be putting, like, you know, people who passed. Like, it was Tony Morrison and Chadwick Bozeman they put on the screen. Yeah. Like, hey, I mean, you better get ready for it later this year because we, we getting Black Panther, too, later this year. What is that movie going to be? Because, like, Chadwick Bozeman, rest in peace. But then they also fire the actress for Shuri. So, like, what are oh, the... She's back. She's back. Oh, she back? Yeah, apparently whatever excuse they had, they they sorted it out. People dumb though. People was like, Chadwick would have backed her up. He was immunocompromised. No, he wouldn't have. Like he literally like had cancer. He was not going. (laughs) Like like no. (laughs) But the interesting thing that I did read about that is while they were taking that break, because it wasn't she. Let's see, sure, right? The actress who plays Shuri, she, mm-hmm. um, once she's she's actually a British, she's a UK citizen. So there's certain things that she has to do to be in America to film in terms of the vaccine and traveling and all of that. Um, but it wasn't just that she also got injured while they were filming. I believe, I think they were filming in Boston. It was, it was in the Boston, it was either in Massachusetts or Connecticut they were filming. She got injured doing a stunt. So she had to like go back to London and they had to heal up. But while that was happening, the interesting thing that I read is Winston Duke, the guy who plays in Baku, he negotiated for raise to come back because otherwise he wasn't going to come back. So he got extra bread. <laughs> but that movie's supposed to come out in November, I believe. Yeah, I think Creed 3 and... Um, Black Panther 2 is supposed to come out back to back weekends. Oh, Michael. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I forgot about Creed 3. 
I'm gonna be single. <laughs> I'm gonna take my girl to Creed three and oh man, so much Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I don't think Michael B. Jordan's gonna be in Black Panther two. I don't. I can't see them bringing back Killmonger in the sec. It just doesn't make any sense. Spoilers. <laughs> well, I mean, if you haven't seen Black, it's four years. After, it's four years next month. Yeah, like niggas talking about. Damn, I was long watching Insecure. It's like first Insecure gets on because the cast like live tweets the show. True. It's yeah. like, what are you complaining about? Like this, like if Euphoria, I kind of get it. Like I get why people get mad. Like I've gotten yelled at by a couple people for live tweeting stuff as the show's going on. But like, you can mute stuff on Twitter. Hell, I've been told I can't like. When people are trying to spoil like Spider Man, they were pulling up people's addresses, making yo, threats. That was toxic. Oh, oh. Like, yo, what? Hey, yo, y'all tripping. I was just like, how how are we making threats? The movie made a billion dollars. Enough people saw it that I should be able to talk about it without spoiling it. Right. Um, but yeah, we, we I was gonna talk about Frank Vogel real quick, but I feel like we had it, we had a time. What <laughs> time? <laughs> We had a time. We had just a time. like Frank Vogel. Hello. He be evaluated on a game by game basis. That man might as well just follow. He might as well resign at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's been a good week. Uh, exciting week of football coming up. Um, I'm starting to get into college basketball. I'm starting to watch college basketball. Getting into, I saw Baylor lost two games in a row. I'm getting back into watching women's college basketball because that's the only sport where I actually remember the players because they there long enough. Um, um, also looking for not not like that though. I care about the women's game. I just it'd be <laughs> hard not to watch one when UConn not undefeated, bro. Hey, I, like I don't know. I don't know what to say. My favorite, my new favorite thing is watching Don Staley got a dog, and she just be, she just lets a dog run around during the press conferences. <laughs> like she just be letting the thing climb up on the table, do whatever. It wants. But no one's gonna say anything because it's Don Staley. Um, but yeah, that's that's enough for this week in sports. It's been a good week. Um. Lots to look forward to in the next couple of months, as I said, with um, the NFL. We're going to start hearing about draft stuff. College basketball is in full force. Um, boxing won't be back until like April, May. But yeah. So again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It's been great chilling with y'all, talking with y'all. And yeah, we'll be back very, very soon. Peace.